What's up, stalemates? We're back. We're back in the studio. Just got back from St. Louis, six-hour drive um, down there and six-hour drive back. So what's 12-hour round trip, something like that, Tyler? Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, we had to drive through Centerville, pick up my mom, which you guys know that she was with us. If you follow us on Twitter, if you don't, you should be following us on Twitter by now, at Stalemate Show. Uh, but we had to go down to my hometown, pick her up, and then I guess hop in her vehicle and then go down to St. Louis. And we just got back. I wanted to get this episode out as quickly as we could because I got some rants. I got some stuff that I want to say. I got some stuff I got to get off my chest. But I also want to make sure that we talk about our experience while we were out there. Uh, this is... Probably the third time that we've been out in the public since we started this little internet thing. And so it's kind of cool to talk to some of the people that follow the show, uh, some of the some of the people that we've met on Twitter and see them live in the flesh. And for us for them to see us, I guess, in the flesh and uh to prove that we're real people and not just internet people, but we had a good time. We were we were down there for three days. We got there down Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, four days, I guess. Uh, we, we were in a suite with the Hawkeye wrestling club, which got some flack for that. Uh, but we, but we had a good time. Yeah, it was good. It was fun. Yeah. We had a good time and, uh, let's talk about some of the, some of the topics. Uh, but well, before we get into topics, let, let's talk about, um, you know, me running into some of the people that listen to the show, the fans, the subscribers, the listeners, whatever you want to say. Uh, so we get down there right away and we ended up going to a restaurant we're trying to find a restaurant that had capacity for us to eat at because a lot of the restaurants there'd be like nobody in there and you're like oh cool i'm just gonna be able to sit right down but then it'd be they'd be like no you know we like some of them were like hour waits and and one restaurant we tried to eat we tried to eat there and we waited for like close to an hour and and we went up said hey are we getting closer And, and they gave us a longer wait time than we originally had so we ended up going going to somewhere else and uh, we go to this we go to this restaurant uh, in, in the in the ballpark village. That's what it's called. And uh, this guy comes up. It was it's like one of those weird things where you don't know if they know you or not. You don't know if they like you or not. But you know, a guy comes over, approaches your table, and you're like, uh, you know, what's going to happen here? And uh, it was really cool because right off the bat, like within an hour of being in St. Louis, we had somebody coming up and talk to us about the show and stuff. And then. Right when we got to the arena, we had you know a guy come up and talk to us, and then whenever we did the uh, the video that we did the on the street video, it seems like almost every person that we went up to, you know, the, either they would say something first, or we would be like, "Have you heard of us?" They'd be like, "Oh yeah, I follow you," or or they don't, or or they've heard of us, or whatever it is. So it's cool to to hit the streets and and to see that people are out there, you know, paying attention and listening. Mm. Um. So, anyways, thank you for anybody that came up to us and 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 ask for anything or talk to us about the show. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, it, it, it makes doing this stuff worth it to see people and, and to know that there's real people behind, uh, behind the scenes. So thank you. Uh, but also thank you to our sponsors before we get into my rants that we're going to get into iron sharpens iron team camps. They have some camps coming up in June and July, June 22nd through the 25th and Cedar falls, Iowa at the BN venue center and July 13th through the 16th. At the same place, Cedar Falls, Iowa, at the BN Venue Center. Iron Sharpens Iron is unlike any camp you have ever experienced before. Bringing in the best technicians in the world, wrestlers will stretch themselves from tough to tougher while still having a blast. As the biggest K-12 wrestling camp in the country, ISI offers students the opportunity to be equally matched with other wrestlers from all over, offering the best opportunity for growth. Your camp experience can be shaped 
to be exactly what you want it to be with additional optional training sessions, affordable meal and lodging plans, and fun nightly activities. You got to get that dodgeball in. You got to get that, uh, what's it called, spike ball kids are playing now. Uh, we guarantee you and your team will be counting down the days until your next ISI camp visit. Heard nothing but great things. Uh, when we were down there, we had people mention that these guys are awesome, and they, they thought it was awesome that we were working with them. So go check them out. Uh, we will we'll leave a link down below if I could talk. We would have a link down below. You can click it and scroll through there and check them out. Uh, Matman, of course, one of our longest sponsors, one of our first sponsors, made in the USA, baby. Manufacturing combat sports apparel and equipment since 1969. Free shipping on all orders in the U.S. If you click the link down below, you can check out everything that, that they have. They also have a brand new uniform builder. So if you want to go in there and, and uh, customize some stuff, you can. Uh, they have stock apparel, accessories, bundles, and deals. Go check them out. And last but not least, Barbarian Apparel. When we got to our hotel room this weekend, they had a package for us at the front desk from the folks at Barbarian Apparel. Uh, we got a West Point Army shirt. We got uh, some hats, stocking caps, uh, a new hockey wrestling shirt that we're thinking about putting out. Um, let us know if you guys saw that. And if you want that, please let us know. The Barbarian Apparel is a cutting-edge sports apparel company. We provide High-quality, affordable team gear and active wear that is unrivaled amongst the competition. Specializing in wrestling apparel, your team will stand out with Barbarian's custom sublimation artwork and screen printing. Each piece of team uniform is specifically designed with your preferences in mind, including graphics, colors, logos, and fabric selections. Barbarian Apparel is committed to creating exceptional products and providing excellent service. That's a fact. You will also have full communication through the whole process, so you'll know exactly what is going on so go check them out they also are on twitter at barbarian where great people they'll take care of you they will take care of you all right also before you guys you guys saw the last show with jake agnich here which he got third in a couple pools uh the wrestling room and our stalemates pool congrats to the winners uh, but if you saw that episode, you saw that Tyler's now in the studio. So Tyler actually moved here from Colorado. So if that's not dedication to the game, and and it's and it's like literally like I you know we were talking about doing this whole thing. I was like Tyler, you know if if you're in or you out. He said I'm in. He he got a job here in his field in his day job field and moved here. So we're gonna be trying to put out this this Stanmates weekly episode at least once a week. Uh, we got some some aces up our sleeves. I don't really want to get into that too much because I don't want to overhype anything. But uh, we're excited about it. But I'm excited that Tyler's here. He'll be in the studio producing this thing every day or every week. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Feel good to be back in Iowa. Coming. For sure. Yeah. And we'll be able to put out some more content and that's all we've been wanting. So. Yeah. And uh, it's it's tough, you know, before he was in Colorado, so he could only help so much. So now we're full hands on deck, weekly episodes. Hit subscribe. We're like two subscribers away from 2000. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. We're doing good for our one year deadline. Yeah. What's the one year deadline? April 15th, folks. April 15th. So subscribe. Please. Anyways, let's get right into it. Drop the intro. All right. Um, let's start off from the top. Because I want to get this off my chest before we get into it. Let's talk about AJ Ferrar. He was the star of the show, no? Facts. Yes. Star of the show. No matter where we went, we would hear conversations from other tables saying, you know, 
just anything about AJ Ferrari. AJ Ferrari, you can just hear it. Or if or if you don't know, if they didn't say AJ Ferrari, you could just hear them talking about the flexing or the or the antics or whatever it is. But AJ Ferrari was the star of the show. He stole the show from everybody. You know, at the beginning of the year, everybody said the heel was Gable Stevenson. And uh, Gable's an amazing athlete, amazing example for a lot of kids. Uh, probably the best heavyweight of all time, or close mm -hmm. to it, or will be by the end of it all. But AJ Ferrari stole that heel position from Gable Stevenson. Uh, we've been posting his clips from the whole weekend, and all of our numbers have shot up. We've got a ton of new Oklahoma State followers from it. I hope that they don't do their homework on us, because if they do, they might hit unsubscribe or unfollow. Uh, but we're, un we're we're patching that relationship up with the Cowboys, so stay stay around. You might like us. You never know. Uh, but H.H. Ferrari stole the show from everybody. Everybody's talking about chaos stealing the show from Iowa, the finals night, but I don't care who it is. Nobody's stock is higher right now than A.J. Ferrari. Uh, he won the national title as a true freshman. Okay, he has a chance to be a five-time national champion, which is insane. Uh, and this guy, I, I got to give him props. I got to give him his credit where his credit is due. And I had a conversation with an internet friend of mine. I'm not going to call his name or anything, but he's a good guy. Uh, and he thought that we were sneak dissing AJ Ferrari. And I was like, whoa, w wait a minute. That is not the case. That is not the case. I, I messaged, I was like, hey, I'm, I'm team AJ Ferrari. I like him. And he's like, well, it doesn't seem like it with, with you know, you know, the, I think that just us posting so much AJ Ferrari content, but it's electrifying. People want to see it. Nobody is more team chaos than me. I have been a huge DeSanto fan since the Drexel days. Now I sound like an awesome DeSanto hipster. I knew about him before anybody else. That's not true. I, I knew about him when everybody else did, but I knew that his ceiling was going to be as high as it is in terms of like fan perspective, fans liking him, fans being into him, uh, all the memes that are made about him, all that stuff. That's all, that's all good. That's all, that's the stuff that transcends the, the small wrestling community that people, you know, that, that you already have. You have to go and get the outside people. And I'm posting this AJ Ferrari content, not because I'm trying to make fun of him, None of the none of the captions or tweets that I said I don't think was was making fun of him. I, I said I'm dead, like I'm laughing because I, I like I find it amusing. I find the whole thing amusing uh, as fireworks from before he gets out there, when he gets out there, and when he's done. The whole time you're you're watching him and you're and you're loving the whole thing, and that's what's important. There was people in our comments saying that they are now wrestling fans because of him, or they're going to tune in because of him, or people that I know personally that don't really follow wrestling but they tuned in because of him. And, you know, there's people also saying on the other side of the coin that was like, well, I don't like this. You know, this isn't wrestling. This isn't, you know, what it should be. Uh, you know, all the old school traditional people. And that's fine. You know, I think you have that probably in every sport, not just wrestling. You probably have it in basketball. You probably have it in football. There's people in football who don't like the touchdown celebrations and stuff like that. But to those people, I say, you know, th there's different personality traits. And I think the most important quality for anybody is just being yourself. And AJ Ferrari is not, and I repeat this, he is not doing what he's doing because he thinks that, oh, I need to be the heel. Oh, I need to be the hero. I need to do this. I need to do that. That's just how this guy is. And I don't know him like that. I don't know him personally like other people um, that I've talked to know him. And everybody that I've talked to that actually knows him, like the, you know, knows him personally and stuff like that, they have all said he's the hardest worker in the room. He's a really good teammate. John Smith says the same stuff, uh, but all those people have say he's he's a he's behind the scenes. You know he he deserves everything that he does. But the point that I'm saying is, he is himself. That is who he is. 
he likes the that attention, I'm assuming, because he's doing stuff. He's making that bed, right, that he's laying in sometimes when he gets booed and, and people not liking him and people saying the stuff that they say. Uh, but but that's not him trying to put on an act. He's not doing that just to get the clicks or the likes or something like that. If you've been following this kid since high school, I mean, look at his TikTok numbers and stuff like that, his Instagram, everything. He he's just putting out he's just putting out himself. He's just putting himself out there. But if you don't like that, when can you be cocky? When can you be passionate? When can you have fun? Because people, you know, all the time they're like, well, you know, he's he's cocky, but you know, you shouldn't be cocky until you do something. Well, now he's got a national title. You know, you shouldn't be cocky unless, you know, you, you work hard. Well, they say he's the hardest worker in the room. So he's cocky. He's backing it up. He's actually himself. He's not acting like he's somebody that he's not. He also started off his career probably, you you probably couldn't start off your college career lower than he, than he was in terms of uh, coming back from what he had to come back from. And, and it was all pretty much self-inflicted uh, when he got into it with Jordan Burroughs talking about political stuff. You don't... You probably, when you're a true freshman, don't come at the king like that. Or if you do, you're going to have to probably pay some consequences, which he did uh, in the social media world and the consequences, whatever that is. Uh, but he came after Jordan Burroughs, uh, Gable Stevenson, even, you know, later on went after Ben Askren and the whole five pride gate, the thigh pride gate. It's like, okay, so one, people already didn't like him because of the whole social media call out stuff with politics. Nobody really likes the politics stuff. Uh, so that, that sucks. That stuff sucks. Who cares? Like it, that stuff sucks. Uh, but then he comes right after that. And the whole thigh pride thing happens with younger Bastida shout out to the cyclones. And so after that, it's like, okay, well, how does this guy come back from that? The big 12 tournament. That's when he came back from that. The Oklahoma Sooners and the Oklahoma state Cowboys were tied up, came down to AJ Ferrari. If AJ Ferrari in that match would get bonus points, they would win. And he was not out there just trying to win. He was trying to win it for his team. And so after that, we kind of looked at that and we're like, okay, you know, this guy's got heart. Let's see what happens. So then the, the NCAA tournament comes along and he won the dang thing. He won the dang thing. So I don't want you guys to get, I know, I know in, in our comment section, sometimes when we post this kind of stuff, there is negative comments on there, but with, with more success and with more tension and with more th this and that, you're going to get people on the other side of the coin who aren't going to like it. I'm a huge fan of it. I love chaos. Austin DeSanto, AJ Ferrari. I'm a huge Conor McGregor fan. I also like Khabib because Khabib's kind of chaotic. But they're going to draw a lot of attention with this guy, and I don't think that the the wrestling community should shun him. Somebody somebody else said, you know, I I, I we tweeted, uh, what's going to happen? Or I said, I can't wait for AJ Ferrari to come in with a sold out arena. And somebody said, well, do you think it's going to be more booze or more cheers? I said, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. People want to see exactly what's going on. People are going to tune in because they want to hear the chirps. They want to see him. They want to see if he wins, and then the whole Oklahoma State section is going to go crazy. They, it's the same. It's the same thing that Iowa's done for years and years and years. Iowa fans, uh, you know, if you go to nationals, if an if an Iowa guy wins, there's a good amount of people there that are cheering, and if the Iowa fan loses, there's a good amount of people that are booing. It doesn't matter. All that Iowa Hawkeyes are good for the sport. AJ Ferrari is good for the sport. Everybody has their opinion, but that's just mine. I want to get that off my chest because I don't want people to think that I'm anti AJ Ferrari. I'm, I'm not going to buy it. You know, if there was a jersey, I'm not going to wear his jersey. But I, but I'm, I'm a fan of chaos. I, I, uh, I'm, I'm excited to watch this happen for the next five years. Yeah, I haven't seen an effect like his in a while. Every single day that we were there, like at the beginning, 
he was just like a player in the game amongst everybody. Mm-hmm. And then as it kept going, every single day I heard more and more buzz and talk about him. But he was doing crazy stuff every single day. But everyone was the Big Twelve was probably his breakout moment. But I feel like he really cemented himself among fans in wrestling this weekend. Yeah, and, and with each win, and and the guy's not winning by like he, he's 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 winning because he's he's offensive. He's hard to score on. Uh, like he said, he's what? How many pounds? And uh, you know, six sixty-five. He, he deadlifts six hundred sixty-five pounds, but he can also do the splits. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. So he he's 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 talking the talk for sure, but he's he's also walking the walk. You know, mm-hmm. agreed. Um. Anyways, that, that's my AJ Ferrari rant. Uh, we're not making fun of him. Okay, we're not making fun of him. I'm loving it. I'm enjoying it. I'm gonna keep promoting him because i think that you know what he's doing is good for the sport that doesn't mean that anybody that he's he's got into it with i'm like i'm team against that person you know i'm not like i'm not anti you know all the people that he's beefed with or anything like that i think him if if he if he's really going to go to heavyweight like he said he was in that uh espn interview after he won and and face gable stevenson if i'm gable stevenson i'm like come up here buddy come up here find out what's going on because that's going to be one of the biggest College matches in history because Gable's such a big personality. He's getting shout outs from, from uh, professional gamers, Nick Merckx, uh, with two million and you know, millions mm. of followers, whatever. Those are, those are two huge names for wrestling. Everybody should be cheering for that. Yeah, agreed. All right. Next topic Josh Heil, uh, you were down there. So, we we actually had to, we I was up in the suite uh, because I have a friend that is is part of the Hawkeye Wrestling Club that reached out and asked if I want to be a part of that and so I ended up uh, getting put there. But Tyler was actually he got a ticket down below, um, which we're thankful for. Uh, but Tyler ended up sneaking his way up into um, our suite at some point. But he was originally down close to Matt seven, which is where the Josh Heil situation happened. So if you guys don't know what happened, I'll, I'll quickly, I'll quickly uh, go over this. I'm not going to like go into it uh, as super depth because I'm sure it's been talked out a bunch. I, I haven't really got to hear anybody else put out content because we've been so busy with going to the, the meets and stuff um, or the sessions, but Josh Heil essentially was winning, I think six to five. Uh, and then Bulu Wallen went and, and, you know, was attempting to get a takedown on the edge of the mat and they were and there was a challenge. They didn't call a takedown, so there was a challenge by Oklahoma State. And they ended up going, you know, looking at it. Said there's no takedown, so it's six to five with seven seconds left. And so they blew the. They're back in the center mat. They blew the whistle. They're wrestling. They're wrestling. They're wrestling. You know, they go out of bounds, and it's like I think like we put out a clip. Uh, we put out a clip that someone sent us uh, with a timer on it, and it said that there was six point two seconds. And then somebody, uh, who was it? Pirate Seton Hall Pirate tweeted at us and said like. Well, actually, you know, because it's 30 frames. I don't know. Some some text nerdy stuff. I don't know. But it was like 6.8 seconds. So really, it was closer to 7 seconds. But either way, normally when that stuff happens, because that's happened before. It's also happened in football. They challenge the clock. Well, how, we got to put more time on the clock or or take time off, whatever it is, right? Um, usually, it's take time off. Usually, it's usually it's add time. But with this situation, it should have been subtracting time. But either way, you would think that they would come back and be like, well, let's take five seconds off. Or let's take six seconds off. No, they just restarted with the whole seven seconds. So they restart in the middle. Josh Howell gets taken down on the edge of the mat. And he loses. He loses. And Tyler was mm-hmm. right, right there front and center. Um, but people were kind of wondering what was going on because, because 
uh, Scotty Sintez, shout out to Coach Sintez, was 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 down there, and, he, and he's and he's kind of losing his mind. He th- he throws a brick, and and they throw it back. They scoot it back to him. They yeah. threw it back to him. They said, "You can't challenge this." Uh, I think I think there was two bricks, mm-hmm. uh, and, and they said, "Nope, nope." They wouldn't let him challenge it. And the reason why they wouldn't let him challenge it is because, according to the rule book, uh, and I'm not a rule book um, expert or anything like that. Uh, shout out to people that are. Uh, but according to the rule book, there has to be a clock integrated into the replay system, in which there wasn't. So common sense would say you would use a stopwatch, you would use an iPhone, you would literally use anything else and, and, and you know, replay it and hit start right when it happens and hit stop. And then, okay, there's, there's six seconds ran off, uh, put one second on the clock. That's not what happened. Uh, they, they said that they couldn't challenge it. And the, the smart thing that Scotty Sintez did that he was able to learn from what the Kent State coaches uh, didn't have reference to learn from was he didn't leave the mat because in the Kent State references is uh, Ian Miller and the Cornell kid. I think it's Real Buto maybe. Yep. Was that who it was? Yep. If it wasn't, sorry. Uh, but they, the, the NCAA said, you know, you're go- you, you lost it because you guys left the mat. And as soon as the coaches leave the mat, the match is over. That was their logic. Well, this time, Scotty Sintez says, okay, I'm not leaving. I'm staying here. And he stayed there for a good long time. The, the next match, the wrestlers are already out in the middle of the mat, like, standing around, like, with their, with their hands on their hips, saying, like, all right, man, you know, scooch over. It's our turn now. And it didn't matter. They still told him no. And so they – I. They, you you were you were sitting next to the Campbell AD and what was she mm. saying about the appeal? Were they appealing it? They put in the formal appeal, but then the next day the NCAA put out that official statement, just basically saying. And what did the statement say? It just that to the rules, since the clock isn't ticking in the replay, that they cannot technically use that replay to determine the time. And but they admitted their guilt too. Right. Yeah. They admitted yeah. their guilt, and uh, you know. You know, then you try to think, well, who's who's the blame on here? And, you know, the table worker is the one who screwed up, right? But the mm-hmm. ref should have made it right. The ref should have been the ones to to know the rules. They should know the, the rules yeah, more yeah. than the table workers. And the table workers were yelling at him, like, you need to look at me before we start. They were trying to get their attention, but they just couldn't before the action started. And so, okay, well, if that's the case, then it, then it should have, you know, then that's kind of even more on the refs. Uh, but I don't know how to fix, I don't know how, I don't have a solution for this. Um, Campbell just they got screwed straight up and uh you know but, but also with the same token I know this sounds like the, uh, the Oklahoma State Cowboy show right now but you got to give props to Boo Llewellyn because he ended up going all the way to I think the semis mm-hmm. and uh he was just wrestling what what he did you know what I mean yeah. he, seven seconds left I'm gonna try to get a takedown and he and he did get a takedown uh on the edge of the mat there so this isn't some this isn't trying to take it away from him but 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 Josh Howe did get screwed and you hate to see that happen, um, but I also at the same time I saw some tweets taking shots at a uh, at a uh, you know saying oh this is a crime on little schools and 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 uh, you know whatever towards the bigger schools. I don't know if that's the case. I just think that it's I think that it's uh, I think it's just a, a crappy situation that the refs didn't get right and the NCAA yeah. didn't get right at all. Just a lot of variables got out of control in that match, and I don't think they knew what to do, not even the head official. His statement made it worse. Tim really. Shields? Yeah. 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 When he did the ESPN thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, props for him for going out there and, and doing that, especially, like, minutes after after the match happened. 
But man, that's rough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But you could tell he didn't want to be in that position. Who do you think had a worse weekend? Uh, the Stanford AD or that guy? Mm. Probably, probably that guy. <laughs> probably that guy. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. Um, the next thing here, uh, Iowa State had its first national champion since Kyvin Gadsden in 2015. I don't know. I think so. Um, fact check that if you yeah. could. Uh, but David Carr goes out there and wins. Um, I was super excited for it, but it was a little bit awkward because I was in a Hawkeye Wrestling Club suite, which I've mentioned like four times by now, but I got to give them props for letting us in there. It was 2015. Uh, 2015. Uh, so it was cool to see. They were really cool to me, though. They, they didn't, they didn't, uh, they didn't heckle me. I mean, we, we just kind of chirped each other the whole weekend. We're having fun. Yeah. One of the guys, you know, afterwards, after David Carr won, he goes, he goes, uh, he goes, well, after that, Iowa State should crack, crack the top 25. And I was like, hey, we got the same amount of champs as you do tonight. So <laughs> I got I got some good chirps in with them, but they're good sports. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I you know, a lot of hate, a lot of hate between Iowa and Iowa State over the years, but uh, you know, I think I think overall it was it was fine. Yeah. When the car came up, they knew that were that that was your boy. And so they were hoping yeah. for the best for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I saw some Hawkeye fans too saying that they're fans of David Carr. Uh, I actually missed David Carr's celebration. Um, I was too busy in my own world being excited and stuff that when I looked, I just saw uh, Brent Metcalf take him down. And I, for me, I was like, what the heck was that about? Because I wasn't I wasn't crazy about when Corey Clark threw Brands. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's kind of, I don't know. Yeah. I, I like, like I said, I like chaos. But to me, that was like, uh, I don't know, a little rehearsed or something like that. Yeah, but a little forced. Yeah. But even though there's like nothing forced with the Brands brothers ever, that like, <laughs> they're also somebody who's 100% them at all times. But... With this one, it was way more clever and way more precise than any other celebration of the night. Yeah. How soon before do you think they talked about that? If, oh, like he won. I'm guessing I'm guessing in between his semifinal match and the finals. Yeah. Yeah. It, great idea. And it's also props to Brent Metcalf because, you know, he had such a, you know, great career um for the Hawkeyes and like that's a moment that he's probably not probably not proud of, I don't know, but he's probably like you know, whatever. I'm sure David Carr and him have a really good relationship. Like he, he was, he was like, you know what? I'll go out there and do it. So, mm-hmm. and then yeah. he, he like get it. He got up and did the little finger wave. Yeah, so. that was everybody's favorite celebration. So yeah, well thought out. Shout out to Iowa State. Shout out to David Carr. Shout out to Kevin Dresser for getting his first national champion for for a guy who's rebuilt so many programs. That surprises me that that's his first national champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I didn't think about that till after. And and then he tweeted today, "Who's next?" So he's got me fired up for 2021, baby. Let's go. Uh, the last one here, Iowa wins the team title, but there was always with the Iowa Hawkeyes, there's always controversy. Um, people were saying that Kale sold the show because they went four for four in the finals and Iowa went one for three. Um, kind of did. I mean, he kind of stole that night, but the, the thing with Iowa was we knew that they were going to win the team title a year ago whenever Jay Nyerman said he's coming uh, to Iowa. So it's kind of something that we've just you know, we were just kind of like, we're like, yeah, it's going to happen. So, you know, who's going to get second? You know, I saw Penn State people and Oklahoma State people were kind of battling for who who's going to get second. And then, you know, Kale has a performance that he does in the finals. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, Kale's one of the greatest, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gra- Grapple Sai had a good tweet saying, uh, saying every year Kale has a new wrestler that I've never heard of from the year before that comes out and becomes a national champion. And we were naming some of those guys in, in the car on the way up here, but that's so true. You know, that's good coaching. And I, and I also heard people saying, you know, some Hawkeye fans saying that, you know, some of the guys that lost Ironman 
and and Kemmer that lost in the finals, they didn't make any adjustments from uh, Big Ten finals to the national finals. But my thing is like, how do you make adjustments when you when you won because it worked, right? You know, mm. and so not that I'm saying they have a disadvantage because they beat the guy already, but it's a hard to it's hard to beat a guy twice, especially when they're they are so well coached. Um, but then DeSanto Gate happens. You know, people were like, he, he's only, you know, he, he almost made a full year without some controversy. Mm. But I'm telling you, DeSanto is who he is. He's not out there trying to be controversial to try to please you. He, he does. This guy doesn't even have social media. You know, right, yeah. he doesn't have social media. Uh, I've never, I haven't met a lot of these guys, but I've never met him. I don't really know anybody who knows him personally. Um, a lot of people who know him just kind of don't, you know, don't know him like that. But just from afar and watching him, this this guy is not putting on a front. He's he's DeSanto. That's who he is. Uh, his name speaks for himself. When you hear that, you think of a certain persona, um, a, a certain personality. And uh, I don't know what happened. There's all kinds of rumors that went on. There is a clip on the Hawkeye Report forum. If you go look, you can kind of see the moment that it happened. Uh, I talked to a couple people that um, were closer to the situation that said that um, – they heard that there was there was multiple, uh, maybe like a warning or something like that. Um, but I thought the I don't know what was said unless he said something just completely egregious. Mm-hmm. Uh, but from the stuff that I heard, that I'm kind of trying to believe, which I'm not gonna I'm not gonna speculate or anything like that. But from the people that I trust that I talked to, uh, I thought it was kind of a harsh punishment. Yeah. But but I don't know what was said. So so don't clip this. If it ends up coming out, we end up getting a clip of what exactly said, and it was something horrible, and you know, then whatever. Or if he was warned multiple times, whatever. But just they pulled his credentials. He wasn't even allowed in the building. Yeah, he couldn't be in the team photo after. Yeah, none of that. Surprised they didn't make him walk home. Right. You know. <laughs> but I I don't know what I don't know what was said. Um, so I'm not going to speculate, but there is a clip if you want to go find it of what looks to be, it could have not been the moment, but if you look yeah. at, he says something, he gets pulled off the mat after the, uh, Corbin Myers situation or the Corbin Myers, uh, match. And there's this little situation that goes on between him and the, uh, and the media official or whatever official NCAA official and the NCAA, NCAA official gives like this really weird look to him. Um, so I'm assuming that's kind of when that whole thing happened, and- uh, who yeah. knows where his head's at, but I mean, he had just taken third and he was probably upset, but, and then you think about it, his mat antics were pretty much zero for the oh, weekend. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you so. think about Drexel DeSanto when he's doing Kamuras mm. on, uh, on, uh, Michich. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's getting booed and, and, you know, in whatever match it was, was at Nebraska when he picked up the guy, walked over the bench and shushed them or whatever he did, like and the little thumbs up or, or the screaming in Soriano's <laughs> face. Like I give, I give, I, you know, I give this kid props for 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 at least you know in, in his statement afterwards. He seemed like he was apologetic. I don't know, but yeah, uh, I, I don't know what was said. Uh, but from what I'm trying to gather from it, he seemed sorry about it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna give DeSanto the benefit of the doubt on this one. I'll give him a pass. That was a good tournament for him compared to the past. So yeah, yeah, you know. You know, I don't know what was said. I'm going to say that like the fifth time so you guys don't cancel me for if it turns out that he did say something crazy. Um, but it seemed kind of like a, a harsh punishment. Uh, the last thing here, Marinelli Gate, uh, he, he wrestled, made it to the semis or quarters. 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 Um, and then he, he didn't wrestle from there on out. He lost to Shane Griffith. And uh, there's rumors going around 
they're they're saying they broke his ribs, and then the rumor is that's not what happened. Rumor is like he punched a wall because he was upset. I don't believe that. Yeah. Because if his hand was actually broke, you're not gonna you're not gonna make it up that it's the ribs, you know, because if his hands actually broke, he's going to be in a cast right away. It's kind of hard to, to hide a cast. So the, what I would do if I'm trying to cover it up, which this ridiculous rumor, um, is I would say, you know, he, he broke his hand, but it was during the match. Or he broke his hand, um, you know, warming it up afterwards or something like yeah. that. Because you're going to have something on your hand. That doesn't even sound like some – I don't know Marinelli that well off the map, but that – from what I've seen with his character and stuff, that doesn't even really seem like something he would do. I don't know. Maybe you're upset in the moment, but punching a wall? I don't know. I Yeah. I don't I don't buy it, um, but I don't know. I, like I said, I, I'd probably know just as much as you guys do most of the time. Uh, that's just my personal opinion. But there was definitely some false rumors going around this weekend, and they're all kind of getting fed to me, and I just kind of go, just throw them out. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of talk this weekend. It was actually insane. Yeah. But anyways, thank you guys for watching this. Hope you guys liked it. What are we at time-wise here? Does it say down there? We are at 33 minutes. Perfect. All right. Shout out to Iron Sharpens Iron Team Camps. Go check them out. Link down below. Mattman Apparel, go check them out. Link down below. And Barbarian Apparel, check them out. Link down below. And hit subscribe. Thank you.